This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1069. Don't get undone by these tricky vocabulary pairs. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Students often get tripped up with similar vocabulary words that have very different meanings. Today, you'll learn four vocabulary pairs that you'll want to keep straight on IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey. <laughs> oh, gosh. Excuse me. I was so excited. I choked on my water. <gasps> Aubrey, um, I am stoked for today's vocabulary episode. There are so many interesting pairs of words that we know students are making mistakes with, and we want you guys to use these very high-level words correctly. Yes, right. We're seeing this in um, IELTS essays. Now that we have this unlimited essay feedback program, I'm seeing even more essays than ever before, which is awesome. But I'm starting to see a lot of these pairs of vocabulary be confused. And we want to make sure you guys don't make these mistakes on test day. So I'm excited for you to hear this episode today. Yes, awesome. And we want to remind you guys that we are running a very, very exciting special IELTS class offer this month, but you have to get on the list. We are sending students on this list four tips that band nine students do that you don't. Tips for every scoring section, guys. So get on this list for these band nine tips and a very exciting invitation to study with me and Aubrey. It's very cool. Um, So get on the list, guys. AllEarsEnglish.com slash IELTS class. All right, sweet. So let's get to it. Now, you are inspired uh, to uh, you are inspired to talk about this today because you saw a kind of funny sentence in a recent map essay, right? Yes, and it was actually a very good essay, a student who is like doing all the right things, but this was a vocabulary issue. So what happened was it's a task one map where they're describing um, two parks and the sentence was regarding the other two rose gardens, they were dislocated to the middle of the park. Oh, many of you listening, probably that sounds odd. You may be able to tell right away, oh, they meant to say relocated. They were relocated, which means moved to the middle of the park. But the word dislocated is so similar that I can totally see how this student made this vocabulary mistake. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, guys, it is so useful to actually spend time studying the common prefixes and suffixes. Um, one, so you're less likely to make mistakes like this, but also yes. so you can guess the meaning of new words when you're reading or even on the listening test, I would say. Um, but mainly for reading, guys, like learning prefixes and suffixes, because you will come across new new words on the reading test, guys. I promise you, you are yeah. not going to know 100% of those words, but you can be very adept at guessing the meaning if you know what the little pieces of the words mean, right? Um, so this is a great example of how a prefix totally changes the meaning. So relocate is just to move to another location, right? But dislocate is to put out of place. And this is normally used for bones, honestly, and shoulders. Like if you, the bone right. of your shoulder falls out of the shoulder so uh, socket, right? You dislocated mm -hmm. your shoulder or dislocated your elbow. The bone like falls out of the elbow joint. Um, that's usually where we use this is like in medical terms. Exactly. And you made such a good point that if you understand what the prefix means, so if you know that that re means again, right? Redo, do again, relocate, locate again, then yeah. this would be a much less likely for you to make this mistake. Whereas dislocate, you mean that means more like unlocate to exactly. dislocate something. So yes, that's going to help you if you know what these prefixes mean to avoid these mistakes. Exactly, right? Um, like disprove, right? You're like unproving yes. something. Right. So yep. knowing these little meanings, knowing these prefixes is so important. What a great pair of words to show the, what those prefixes mean, though. I love it. Um, okay, so the next pair of words, guys, misappropriate. Oh my God, what a band nine word. I've yes. never heard a student use that. Um, and we pair that with something that has a different meaning, inappropriate. And that's something you guys probably know, right? What does inappropriate mean? Inappropriate means something that you shouldn't do, something that is not appropriate. So either an action or words that are not appropriate for a certain situation would be considered inappropriate. Right, exactly. So appropriate means like it is suitable. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is great. This fits what is happening right now. You're using polite language because you are meeting an elder, for example. Um, mm. Inappropriate would be like you're using bad words in front of your grandma. That's inappropriate. Not appropriate, right? So misappropriate. This is such a, this is such a band nine word. Oh my gosh. So misappropriate is like to you're using it but wrong right to to yes. use it in the in the wrong way so it's a little bit different right um, we often so hear this if we're talking about the government this would be great for writing task two because if we're talking about a politician or a government misappropriating funds yes. that means they're using them unfairly or dishonestly or wrongly like you said and this would be a great supporting detail if you're talking about you know for example rich countries that should help less developed countries, something that policies that would need to be done to make sure that no funds are misappropriated. 
That is such a good example and so useful for IELTS, right? Yeah. Anytime we're talking about government money, I think, guys, it doesn't matter how, you know, amazing your the government of your country is. I think you can always find something in the budget that you feel should be used in a different way, right? You feel Definitely. like these taxes are misappropriated misappropriated because they should be used more for education and less for um, arms and weapons, let's say. So yes, that is a great word to use in writing, especially writing task two. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, this next pair is fun. <sighs> overdone and undone. Totally different meanings. The last pair, kind of close, right? I could see how students could mix those up for sure. Mm -hmm. These next two, these meanings are, are further apart, I would say. So overdone, right? Over, it's too much. It's too much, you guys. So overdone means you have done something too many times or cooked something too long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I use it because I'm not a good cook. <laughs> yeah, this would be so useful for IELTS speaking as well. Anytime you're talking about something that you feel is overdone, you know, shopping, certain things with music, like I feel like that type of music is a little bit overdone. We have too many musicians doing this type of music, right? You mean it's happening too much. It's done too much. Or if you're talking about cooking, and you say, honestly, every time I cook steaks, they always end up overdone. That's totally how I cook meat. I'm always so worried it's going to be undercooked that like I all burn it. I'm always like, "Oh, just a couple more minutes just to make sure." And then it's always overdone. Um, but yeah, guys, keep this word in your back pocket for speaking. Anytime you say too much or too many, you could probably also use the word overdone, right? Yeah. Um, and for writing too, I just had a really good idea. You could use this anywhere on a writing task to essay. If you're talking about something needs to happen, you could say, this cannot be overdone. If you're saying like governments need policies to protect the environment, you could yeah. say this type of um, governmental intervention cannot be overdone. I love it. Yes. What a good example. Um, and then undone, right? How, where would this be useful on IELTS? What does undone is mean? It's great slang for part one. We use it to mean um, sort of panicking. You say like, I'm coming undone. Yes, It's an I idiom, it. right? For meaning like, oh man, there's chaos. I I'm unraveling at the seams is another idiom that we use and undone to say, I don't have control over the situation. I love it. Yes. Guys, just memorize that phrase for the speaking test. Seriously. Um, especially the beginning when you are you, students, candidates, you're most nervous at those big that those first speaking part one answers, right? And then you start to warm up and you become more fluent. Um, but in the beginning, you could be like, okay, I am not going to be undone by my nerves. I'm gonna take a deep Good. breath. And you know what? here's what I love about my job or whatever. Like it could be used just as a filler phrase just to buy some time and throw in some good vocab. 
Yes, that's a great filler phrase. I love that idea. Okay, let's do the last one. I think this is a really fun one. So the two words that are very similar are amoral and immoral. And the meaning is a little similar, but it is different. So amoral, when you have a as a prefix, it means the opposite of. So amoral means no morals, right? Someone who isn't concerned at all with morals and morals is like, right and wrong, knowing what is right and wrong, believing that certain things are right and certain things are wrong. So a person or something, a policy that is amoral is not concerned about whether it's right or wrong. Right. So something is amoral if it has no judgments, right? It doesn't care. It's not saying something is good. It's not saying something is bad. Um, So if you, uh, like you have different attitudes towards things, if someone is more liberal, maybe they would say like, well, I have sort of an amoral attitude regarding marriage, right? If you think like anybody should have the right to get married, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just do what you want. I'm not going to judge you. Totally. Um, but immoral, that is a judgment. And usually it is us judging another person as being evil. <laughs> like that's what it is, right? We're saying like, no, this is completely immoral. It means it is bad. It is a against my morals. It is against what I think is right. So any behavior you think is sinful, is evil, right, goes against your values, you could describe that wrong behavior behavior as immoral, right? Yes. And going back to that task two example I gave, this would be so great to say something like, I feel it is immoral for a country that has the means to not help nations that need assistance, something like that. Yes, awesome. Um, We could work in that other word and we could say governments cannot have an amoral attitude about immigration. Um, They need to relocate people with empathy and allow them to survive with their families, let's say. Um, That is something I feel like governments do often approach things amorally, which we cannot look at things black and white and numbers if it's real people we're talking about, you know? Anyway, that's another topic. Okay. (laughs) I got really excited there when you said um, relocate. I'm like, oh, I was was excited for you to like pull in one from each pair. I love when you do that. It gets so fun and random. (laughs) That's so good. This is such good vocabulary today. I loved this episode. So great. Guys, definitely listen to this episode a few times because you need to write down this vocabulary, guys, and example sentences so you can use it your And remember, get on this exclusive invitation list. Sign up, guys. Put your name on this list so you are the first to know when our special class package opens up. And remember, it's not just about that. You are also getting insider tips about how to be a band nine student and not a band five and not a band six student, but a band nine student. So get your name on this list, guys. AllersEnglish.com slash IELTS class. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, thank you so much. This was super fun. Yes. So fun. I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.